This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Off the Rack. I am Sal. <laughs> I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book show where we take the books from the past week that came out from mainly the big two. We recap and review them. We tell you what we thought about them and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think that you should buy. Uh, also... If you are here watching the show, then you should probably be subscribed. If you aren't, make sure to subscribe. Make it right by subscribing here at Comic Pop Returns. And then go over to YouTube.com slash Comic Pop and subscribe over there, too, because why not? I mean, if you're already subscribing, and hey, when you're done with that, you can go to Twitch.tv slash Comic Pop and give it a follow and watch Tiffany play video games, usually Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but we'll see how the schedule pairs out in the future. But uh, she's playing video games right now on the Twitch channel. What are you playing right now? Uh, we were playing Avengers, but I might be all Avengered out. That's fair. That's a crappy game. Well, uh, I don't l- listen. If you like a grind, that is the game for you. If you don't like a grind, maybe not for you. Let's just put it this way: Square's not making a Wolverine game. Well, no, no. But if they do make another one, I think they'll hopefully learn a lot from it. Hmm. Yeah, they aren't EA. Question marks. Yeah. Uh, we also wanted to mention this show is sponsored by viewers like you. We are going to be actually rolling out with a new sponsor pretty soon. That's like not just you, but if you want to keep it up and you want to keep them out of this, then uh, please use Super Chats. Ask a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show. YouTube does take a cut. If you don't like that, you can always go to patreon.com slash comic pop and help us out there. Patreon does take a cut. But if you don't want to do any of those things, you can also just give the video a like if you happen to enjoy what we do. For example, uh, we are talking about a number of things today, including comics. But we're also going to talk about Star Wars Visions. And our Super Chatter, Justin Guy with a Mustache, says, with the exception of production IG, it's a neat seeing all these younger, newer studios strut their stuff with visions appreciate that while there was some uh, stunt casting there here and there there were also some pro vas in the mix he also goes on to say also refreshing to see trigger hold themselves back because if you let them loose they will go all in on fan service that kind of fan service i think i know what you're talking about based on the designs alone from the episode that was twins okay yep so i hear you i feel like (laughs) disney probably would not have uh, signed off on that Disney's like yo Hey, no, (laughs) they're twins. Make them stop. But uh, thank you very much for your support, man. And we really appreciate it. Great to see you again. Uh, He, uh, Brian Rowland says, great Elseworlds exchange at the at-home Comic-Con. I wanted to mention, yes, uh, both Joel and myself are at At at-home Comic-Con, which is to say we we went nowhere. We were there on that channel. And if you'd like to catch that episode, you can follow the community tab in this very channel and there'll be a link directly to it i'm also going to drop it into the elseworlds exchange playlist so you can catch it that way as well uh, the reason why it's not on our channel is just because uh the proceeds went to a uh, a great charity and i'd like to keep it that way but you will be able to hear the audio version on spotify okay according to wikipedia trigger also did the elder oh did they really they did both supposedly oh. listen that's wikipedia i don't know you the elder you, was uh you determine whether or not that's an accurate statement sure he also says <laughs> supergirl woman of tomorrow being only eight issues is a crime i disagree i think it's a perfect amount of issues i know how you feel though because yes. you don't want it to end and now you know you're, you're halfway, you're halfway through. through it's yeah. halfway over yeah he also mentions uh this is just some guy with a mustache just when you thought general grievous arms were the most ridiculous thing lightsaber high heels thank god japan got a hold of star wars tiffany there's no way you didn't love those lightsaber high heels. i love those lightsaber high heels i love bayonetta so i love those lightsaber high heels i was like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, by that point it was like okay 
I, that I, legit I, got a chuckle. I chuckled. No, I, I no complaints about almost pretty much about any of them. Like I, I liked all of them. I liked all of them too. I think we had a little complaint for one of them at the beginning, but to be honest, every visions episode gave me something I wanted to see. Yes. That's it. I thought I was going to go somewhere else. Like that sentence. Let's that go down it. the list of every episode. Just okay. and give our like very quick thoughts. Yeah, so on there's them. nine episodes. There's the duel, the duel, my uh, favorite was, was a, <laughs> was a really strong showing blew your mind right out of the gate. I also found it to be fascinating and beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and Sorry. And it and it was the best one. That was that was my favorite. I think they all again. They're they all they all strong. were good. I all enjoyed them, and I all had moments from them that I really really liked. The duel was easily for for me. I was like, oh, this is all I ever wanted. Yeah, no, it, it did everything that I've wanted Star Wars to do mm -hmm. when we got the technology for for Star Wars to go do that. Thing. Yep, yep. So yeah, the duel, great. Uh, Tatooine Rhapsody. I I was certain this was going to be. My least favorite, and it turned out being one of my favorites. Really had a good time with it. I, really, I did it was, as well. It was fun, and I it was smart to put them in this sort of order where it was like you didn't get super serious constantly, right? So you didn't like, like get confused yeah, when this came up. Those the two styles um, from Studio Col uh, Colorido, Colorado, mm -hmm. uh, and Kamikaze uh, Duga Doga whatever um very different styles too and again i think really smart to really immediately be like hey if you're watching it's them gonna in, be different if you're watching them in order which you don't have to at none of them all, are connected they're not connected even remotely it's just what you kind of want to watch we happen to just go down the list yes we just went down one through nine yep numerically uh the twins the twins was fine i uh it was the most ridiculous that one to me had like a it gave me like some anime nostalgia mm -hmm. you know the 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 over explanation of the protagonist oh. at the other protagonist but like it didn't um, feel jarring or surprising it I, was just like an you anime. might have had enough i was like yeah no it's, yeah it's gonna happen i was just like okay yeah mm -hmm. it's gonna happen um really like the style of that one quite yeah a me bit. too really like the character designs for it yep. um and the fight sequences were great yeah yeah um the village bride uh, that was lovely as well. I like that one more than I thought I was going to mm -hmm. really had a, a good time with it. Really, kind of just a beautiful story. Yes. Uh, the ninth Jedi. Um, this oh one yeah, that was the, is that the lightsaber building? Uh, like where, where it's like the guy who builds lightsabers. Yes. Great episode. That had a moment for you where you were like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. I, I loved that one. I, that, I had no had, problem with that, that one. That one had a dope build. Yep. Um, and just again, that there's like a very distinct moment in that episode that ah uh, ah uh, just chef's kiss just, yes well. <laughs> it was um, great uh tob one uh weakest one i think like astro boy is very old school i think that depends i love the animation in that i liked it i thought i i i like a lot of different styles of animation and while that may not be my typical go-to mm -hmm. there there was something charming about it I charming about the designs and the execution. I thought that the like th that was what it was. That was what was on display because like the story was like it was just there was a lot of the, there was a lot behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You know, like I liked the idea. I think that the Jedi Master is limbless. Yes. So he's using the Force as like extension of arms. I'm like, great idea. But you know, I was like, this is pretty. This is pretty straightforward. Like, I, I I get it. No, I like that one. I like that. I thought it had a lot of heart. Mm -hmm. I like the message, and again, I, I really, really enjoyed the the animation for that and color palette for that episode. Yes, color palette's great. The Elder, this one, 
for me oh, that's had one a with really the... strong finish. Yes. But I, there was a lot I'm of, sorry. There was a lot of like animation saves there. That was the weakest one. Yeah. That was a slow opening. Now there was a lot the animation was very, very that's one that I'd love stilted. to go back and, and actually we watched them in English except the first one, obviously. Yes. Um, but I'd love to go back and watch that one and see if it's different mm-hmm. like what the story is a little I I didn't really like the voice acting in that one. No. And there was a lot of those like, let's look at the back of something that so we don't have to animate it moments. Right. And that, that does also save though if you're doing a dub. Because you don't have to worry about how badly the dub might meet up with the way the uh, the mouth is animated, so mm-hmm. it does save you there. But like it was just to me, it felt very obvious. Yeah, um, no, very. So like that one, even though at the end the fight was great, the fight was great. There were elements of it that felt like you know newer Star Wars, but then there were elements of that fight that felt like old original Star Wars. And there's yep. obviously a moment there that I know you've always wanted to see. We finally got to see it yeah. in an animation form. So that was cool. That's what I'm saying. Like every episode, even if it wasn't our favorite, had something. That's right. Uh, Lop and Ocho. That one I liked a lot. I was surprised I, I by how much I liked it. I you didn't think you were going nope, to. Nope, nope. But the animation was spectacular. The animation was great. I really, like, I enjoyed the story. I, I, I again, it's something that had a lot of heart. Um, yeah very you know it felt very much like an anime like that one was like it's about family it's about adoption it's yeah i just it i felt the anime influence on that one no complaints i felt like some like hosoda influence there summer wars yes um a little bit Mm -hmm. probably not but like that i was like i I just had fun with it that was just a fun fun episode totally and then uh akakiri yeah that was uh that was good yeah yeah that was good yeah very like it was a that one was an interesting way to end it it, end it like if you watch them in a row i'm just thinking about that like we start on a very serious note we end on a very serious note yes there um I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that now that I'm thinking about it. Like, yeah, it was good. It yeah. was, uh, it was ac- no, that was an excellent one. Again, very distinct style, very different style from every episode had a super distinct style. Um, yep. Clear direction. Yeah. Uh, very much a deliberate tone and execution. Like there was no like, mu- there was no middling. There was no time. No. But uh, all of them also used their time really well. I would say, except for the elder. The elder, to the me, elder was weak. That could have been five minutes. That one wasted a little bit of time for me because most of them really successfully did a lot of world building in yes. clever ways in a very short amount of time, occasionally utilizing a voiceover like we saw in, um, oh, which episode was it with the lightsaber building? Um, oh, the ninth Jedi. Yeah, the ninth Jedi. That we, I think we had a voiceover for. I it, think just you're to right. Kind of set us up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, like with Lop and Ocho, that one felt of, a little long, but not Lop and Ocho one. I felt, but not like it felt like it took too long. It just, I, I felt I, like there was so much in it that it, that it. I was like, is this a little longer than the rest of the episodes? I don't. Know. I, I was like, I think it might be by by one or two minutes. But that can be a lot in animation, especially um, in this kind of execution. Yeah, but really solid world building across the board, and an experience that I look forward to watching again yeah because it's such a little amount of time to invest in watching an episode here and there Mm -hmm. it's something that in in a world where you're like bombarded with content it's something to really easily watch one or two yes um whenever you can without having to worry about like keeping up with a constant story narrative you can just watch something enjoy it and then whenever you get a chance watch the next one it's true and uh, it's also brilliant for uh disney slash lucasfilm because like there's nine pilots you want to show 
out of the most popular one. No, don't you do have that. your own? In, well, you have your own market research. Like we know what the most they know which one was the most popular I, episodes. Oh, sure they do. I would say that what they should do is instead of necessarily building that world, giving those that studio an opportunity to develop a different show. Mm, yeah. Um. I I would I would take more of most of it. For yeah, some of them I think you could definitely explore. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, most of them you probably could. I right. was just thinking... I was you don't like, want a Mushishi of the first <laughs> of the duel? <laughs> Where he just goes to, from town to town, I, planet to planet? I do. Yeah. I very much want that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, overall, it was a... Uh, I, I, it came kind of out of nowhere for me. I wasn't following any of it. But uh, as far as, you know, most Star Wars projects in the world, this one was like... The one where when I was in... When I was a kid and I was into Star Wars, I would have been like, weird, lame, opportunistic... Now I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, and then you go back in time and smack younger you and be like, you don't know anything, idiot. Yeah. Uh, how about you, <laughs> uh, Danny Ali with an adorable super sticker. Thank you very much, Danny. Appreciate it. We can't show it here, but uh, rest assured. Uh, Kivon, the original. Any chance for the rest of Injustice on back issues? One day, maybe, probably not. Oh, I, someone reminded me not by saying this exact thing, but I wanted to point out in, in that Lop and Ocho story the use of like a crane yeah as like the like jedi oh yeah as the as the the crest yeah yeah that was great that really blew your mind it re- i don't know why that's what blew my mind yeah uh justin buffard or Beaufort says uh, uh well he's saying everything he can with an adorable sticker thank you very much justin hang on i'll see if i can't find somebody okay i found the first one the danny alley one love it good oh game. i do love it yeah i like good game thank you danny alley mm-hmm. going down to the next one it's, it's an upside down smiley face. Uh, fine I, hope, by me. I hope you're having an okay day. Justin. Yeah, man. Uh, Girk Pectus, have you read Frey, the future vampire slayer? Even if you hate Buffy, I recommend it. Uh, no. <laughs> I like the like the caveat of even if you hate Buffy, just try. Right. It. <laughs> I don't hate Buffy, but I also like don't care. It's not. It, yeah. I don't have a regard for Buffy. Oh, uh, apparently there's a manga after the duel episode, according to Justin. Gavin well, there we go. Uh, the comics king's first time catching the show live thank you guys for the great content hope to see you at baltimore comic-con i'm sure we will mm-hmm. uh psycho red yo it's comic papa hey <laughs> that's right if you follow us on tiktok.com slash comic papa you'll be able to see nothing good uh, and <laughs> tiffany from twitch's comic pop channel keep up the good work that's right man that's thank right. you thank you uh m n n m says not sure how i feel about disney getting their dirty hands on the anime industry they'll never buy a studio but it's bad enough if they get too involved with some anime production company or something don't tell them yeah don't don't tell them don't Just... tell them about studio ghibli <laughs> from 25 years ago <laughs> yeah they know <laughs> okay because uh yeah the anime has been distributing studio ghibli movies for yeah. the last like 30 years yeah but uh yeah i'm listen have you watched them you should because they're freaking dope anyway mm-hmm. he also says uh goku's voice actor is masano nozawa said, played the cute little jedi droid oh, nice yeah i love that droid that was great every droid okay, yeah that was another thing too i want to talk about that like some of the best designs for droids that i've seen in quite a while although shout out to bd1 yeah um came from this yeah they they each studio, when they put a droid in, for me, they just they just nailed it. They nailed it. They nailed it in a way where it was like it felt Star Wars, but it also felt very new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ocho's, or Lop's. Lop's um, droid. droid. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, Dan V900, very thankful that I didn't know about the reveal for the Shogun before seeing the duel. Uh, a book about that character was revealed months ago, and I'm glad I didn't know. Oh. It was also my favorite. There you go. Yeah, same here. 
and uh, Raj Patel, the inclusion of the oh. Suicide Squad <laughs> in Swamp Thing. What's the matter? Oh, I was like, we're not on Star Wars now. Oh, no, no. <laughs> the inclusion of the Suicide Squad in Swamp Thing number 10 was surprisingly poignant with them being an allegory for colonialism destroying the environment, and we learn more about the new host, Levi. I'm a little behind on Swamp Thing at this I know, point. I know. I gotta catch back up. Getting there. Um, but yeah. That's on, that's on me. I must have missed an issue at one point, because then the next issue, I was like, wait, what? Right. I got to go back and then I missed another one. So once you miss an issue, sometimes it's like it gets it becomes a snowball effect. That's true. Sometimes <laughs> it depends. Yeah, it depends on how much time I have or how much time I sleep myself for reading. Mm -hmm. Schedule reading, folks. It takes it takes time, especially for me. Not this guy. No, he's a very fast reader. Yeah, very I'm... fast reader. Uh, I read speaking of things oh. that we read Batman, the detective <laughs> number five or six penultimate issue. It's from Tom Taylor. Uh, and Adam Kubert. I don't know if we reviewed this last week, but if we did, I apologize. If we didn't, uh, it's penultimate issue reveals the identity of the villain and the true motivations thereof and okay. their grand plan. And I'm still enjoying this book. It's a it's a solid classic Batman book made by people who obviously love the Dark Knight Returns and grittier Batman. But while still like kind of it feels like a perfect blend of like Frank Miller and Neil Adams Batman. Uh, the designs are great. The art is spectacular. The story is cool and fun. I don't know if I'm necessarily buying Batman as a full-blown detective. He does detect, but it's not real. I, I was really expecting this to be like a kind of amazing mystery, mm -hmm. and it's not. It's just a cool Batman book mm -hmm. and a decent Batman title. This should this could have been called Batman Shadow of the Bat. This could have been called Legends of the Dark Knight. This could have been called anything. Mm -hmm. Batman Europa like this, this there are a million different titles for Batman that this could have been that this is instead and I'm fine with it I have no complaints about it I love this book and I enjoy the art so much uh, Taylor's writing is great too but the art is the star of the show I know you've really really been enjoying this book I have uh, I know you didn't really care for it but like I didn't it just didn't hit me no um, maybe all at once it might but like I wouldn't make you read it, it again it, it's very much the same as always. <laughs> I only made it through one issue yeah well every issue is pretty much like it feels the same it's okay not like in a bad way it's just like it's consistent but it's mm -hmm. like it's there's no way where it's like it ratchets it up to 11 by issue three like it's it's the same book who doesn't want to go to 11 I don't know uh, Ethan Velez says, "You Usagi Ojimbo Easter egg in Visions was so happy. I didn't see that. That sounds great. Unless you're talking about Lop being Usagi. No, um, I think it was a symbol. Oh, that's cool. Um, that is cool. Well, don't tell Disney. How'd they get away with that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what have you got that you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Um, since we're talking about DC, I might as well just toss this out there. Uh, I randomly decided right. to pick up Aquaman the Becoming. Yes. Um this is uh written by Brandon Thomas with art by Diego Olor Tegui. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry. Um I picked this up because I read that Future State Aquaman. You did. Book, That's and right. And I kind of dug it. So I wanted to see what and Thomas wrote that one. So I wanted to see what more they had to offer. Uh this is a kind of limited series, I believe, with six issues. Mm -hmm. So not a big commitment commitment to checking this out and yeah. i gotta tell you i really enjoyed it it is a lot of fun mm -hmm. it's a kind of coming of age sort of story okay um not necessarily akin to like a miles or a like a static um but more that he's kind of growing up in the shadow of aquaman right um and just wants to prove himself but like he's just a good kid like he's mm. just a good kid balancing a dual life of like under the sea and <laughs> on on at, at an amnesty bay. Okay. Not, not 
Not, not Amity, Amity Bay. Not Amity Island. No. Amnesty Bay. Every time I think of like and Amnesty, as you know. It does not mean family. <laughs> no, it does not mean friendship. Friendship, that's it. <laughs> um, there's there's a bit of a mystery afoot, if you will. Um, and at the end, we we find uh that Jackson's a bit in a bit of hot water, I say. A bit of a bit of hot water. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Welcome the, to the Wacky Comic Duo of the Morning, W902. And in trouble with um, the Atlanteans right. for something he didn't do. Oh. But there's evidence to think that he may have done oh. it. Uh, I really like the way he's written. He's just like, he's just like an, a likable kid. Like he's mm. just very like, I, like I, I want to read more about him. I want him to succeed. Yeah. You know, but he's a young kid. He's going to mess up along the oh, way yeah. somewhere. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, they also show us like a, like a danger room esque VR style training program where he's running this apocalypse program. Okay. So he's fighting like parademons and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so like he comes out of it and like Arthur's there and he's like, how'd you do it? He's like, I actually made it to this thing this time. So, you know, he's like, not bad. <laughs> you know it's it's just it's just cute like, cute. they're doing i know that there's been some other world building attached to it i haven't read anything else other than this right um but i was able to jump into this without too much of an issue that's great because this is definitely connected to if not directly homaging the uh the the future state era mm -hmm. that wasn't supposed to be a thing but yeah. definitely easily is mm -hmm. so like i would hope for at least consistency if not like a whole thing yeah yeah so. it, it, just fun cute uh i might continue with this because again like i said it's only the six issues and i like i want to know more about this kid i like and i also really the art's good it's yeah. solid but i really like thomas's writing that's nice so i'm not familiar with their work so i don't know I, they've done a couple of other books but where I knew him from was just, I was like, where do I know this name from? I'm like, oh, it's from, oh, it's from this book, but like <laughs> from a year ago. Yeah. That's funny. So had a fun time. Good. Speaking of fun times, obviously I read Nightwing number 84 from Tom Taylor this time by, with art by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, this is unfortunately a tie-in to Fear State. I'm not reading Fear State, but uh, good and bad news. Uh, number one, if you are reading Fear State, okay. you don't need this. And if you're not reading Fear State, then this is just a tie-in. So it's like, it's either just a tie-in and so it doesn't really matter or it's just a tie-in and it doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, but the right. art's great and it just features Nightwing being lured into Gotham after having just set up his new status quo in the previous issue, uh, taking on the kind of underbelly of Bloodhaven and uh, being lured there by a priority signal from Oracle. Mm -hmm. He goes to Gotham. He's ambushed by the public eye or whatever the hell they called. I don't care. And uh, he bumps into Batman in Crime Alley. And oh. uh, yeah, he's lured to Crime Alley. He gets uh, there. Batman shows up. Batman's but, just there being sad. Yep. What are you doing here? The two of them fight uh, drones for a while. They go underground. They uh, they reconvene. You know, Nightwing hooks up with uh, Barbara, not physically. Rather, he just oh. goes to the watchtower and he's like, hey, <laughs> want to tell you someone's ghosting your phone and sending out phony signals. And she's like, I know. And I can't do anything from the tower. I'm going to have to dress Suit like up. Batgirl and be Batgirl. And it's like, we just set up this whole long thing about how she's not Batgirl anymore. How it's like any one day could be my last and I'll, it'll burn out my chip and stuff. And it's like, yeah. And, and then they were like, and she's going to be Batgirl. And I'm like, uh-huh. I guess she's Batgirl in the book, like in Fear State. 
and they need to explain it. Right. And Tom Taylor's a good errand boy. I mean, honestly, this, the, the art's spectacular. The writing is a lot of fun. And you get to see Batman and Nightwing team up. There's a cute moment where, uh, you know, Nightwing and Batman kind of like trade, not barbs, rather uh, like uh, support. Okay. Uh, and basically, you know, he's he's like, you didn't have to you don't have to come here and save my ass. And Batman's like, well, I already lost my parents to crime alley. I'll be damned if I watch, if I lose my son. Oh. Taylor's like, I'm just going to, he's doing a thing, but he's like, I'm just going to put in these moments that I, he's been asking for. And we've all been asking for forever. So worth the price of admission. Know that it has nothing to do with anything happening in Nightwing right now. And it is just a tie into fear state that probably just explains why Nightwing and Batgirl are in fear state. But again, like if you're just reading Fear State, you don't need this. So don't worry about it. Don't let them tell you anything different. But you should be buying it anyway because it's just a good book. There you go. It is. It, it is legitimately a good book. And I love when I have the chance to bomb in on it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and you can. It, like Taylor makes it easy. He does. And it's enjoyable. And uh, is Redondo still? Bruno Redondo is doing it normally. This is a tie-in. So I okay. think I think they gave Redondo a break okay. with, uh, with, with uh, Rodriguez's art okay because it was so un, like, that's, un okay that, that's great i mean i love redondo yeah so much yeah um his art makes it easy too oh yes uh axe says ready for this week's final retcon on spider-man 74 what do you think it's gonna be no more one more day gwen Stacy never died now what nick spencer well it's his last hurrah we'll see what happens uh They'd be like uncle ben never died right he was it was a clone great It'd be fantastic. He's the first, the first clone in Spider-Man's world. Yeah, yeah. I was the first. Uh, honestly, he comes in. He's got a big Santa beard. Yeah, from someplace. It was me, Peter. I'm free. <laughs> I, I, I. Where's your hand? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, <laughs> I like, um, I like all the things that I don't like necessarily how Spencer's done them, but I do like the end result. You know what I mean? This sure. is one of those things where it's like, I should have just skipped the whole run and then just picked it up after it was over and been like, what did Spencer do? Sounds like a great job. It's like, it's like we have a contractor who did my kitchen. It's like when you, and you're watching them do it the whole time. You're like, no, oh God, how are you going to fix this? This is a mess. It's a nightmare. And there's no way you're going to get it done in time. And yeah. then it's like, oh, it's a great kitchen. Thanks a lot. I should have left you later. alone. Yeah. Should have just left it alone. Right. But uh, yeah, I can't wait, man. Um, uh, I just want to point out in the chat. Yeah. Uh, someone said, Big Sal in the Zoobs. <laughs> hey, welcome to Big Sal in the Zoobs. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. Like, I just I had to call that out. It's just too great. <laughs> uh, I, I should also point out, speaking of great art and uh, and, and dope stuff, yeah. I have I, I got a little bit of a sneak preview Did you? of an upcoming arc for a not Marvel and DC book oh. that I have talked a lot about, and I won't say any more about what that book is. But the art is so spectacular in it. I, I wonder if it is as I wonder if I like it more than the art from the first arc, which I said I know what was better. About. Okay, I know what he's that... talking about. I'm caught up. He gave enough clues that my brain put it all together. I was just like I was like, wow, um, you guys are like you guys are in for it. Like it's just gonna be great. You might see my name on a trade for this book. Oh wow. Like it's just I, I was like, oh. I was like, oh my god! This, yeah, good for everybody. This is great for the artist, this, this and is, especially good for the writer who's going to get a nice. Uh, yeah, no, this is somehow spiritually like followed the art that came before, but also like turns it to something else. Definitely dials into something new yeah. and way in, up my alley. I know. Okay, I know. 
Make sure the colors are great. Colors, man. They're important. Owen Road, any other Daredevil stories that you guys would like to do for back issues? I'm starving for more Daredevil. I would like to do some Anacenti Daredevil. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not telling you you can't. No. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this X-Men Onslaught book. Yeah, let's talk about because that Because I read it and I don't want to even talk about it. Uh, Onslaught Revelation wait, number wait, one. Why? Because it was just so dense and I don't care about anything that's happened. I loved this book. I know. I, I knew loved, you would. I loved this issue. I knew you I would. had a great time. I didn't not love it. I'm just like, I was like, wow, a lot of things are happening in this book and yes. they really matter and I couldn't care less about any of it. It just doesn't, it's not for me. Even if they basically, they simultaneously <laughs> uh, like uplifted Fabian Cortez and also like squashed him down. They did. No, it's huge. It, it's like a, it's like a, like a neutral sandwich. Yeah. If you like Fabian Cortez, you will love this issue. And if you hate Fabian or Fabian Cortez, you will love this issue. <laughs> if you have been clamoring for an onslaught return that might have more depth than the last time he returned, then you'll love this issue. Yeah. If you love onslaught because of the onslaught run from 1996, yeah, you will hate this issue because it ain't that. It, it's not that at all. At it, all. It, I mean, it is onslaught. It's onslaught, all right. Kinda. It, it, no, it is. It's, it's him. It's a piece of onslaught. Well, yeah, but it's a piece that's trying to grow to retain his abilities. It, it is at the core. It's onslaught. It's, it's onslaught. just he's not fully powered up, and like that's all he wants is to. Yes. Consume enough so that he can become real. Yes. Basically, and, and get back out there doing his onslaught thing. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's what this is dealing with. Is is I thought they were gonna drag this out. I I was me too. And, and well, I, like and halfway through it. this issue, I'm like, I no, think they're gonna wrap it up. Spurrier is a, a smart guy. Yes. He is a smart guy, and and I gotta tell you, who's on art for this? Bob. Uh, Quinn. Quinn. It's so good. Yeah. I really, really enjoy No, I will share a great big splash page of Onslaught. So it's good. the coolest he's looked in 20 years. He looks cooler than he has any right to look. <laughs> also, way to give him a sword. Look. He never had a sword before. Right? It's, but, like, uh, it's like a fork. It which is. I appreciate because he's consuming things. Um, Reminds me of... of also, it's a sword. Yeah. There's a lot of swords happening. Yeah. X-Men. That X -Men. sword reminds me of like the sword ship. Oh yeah, yeah. X Men. We love swords. They do love swords. Um, I thought this was a clever issue. It is, a clever uh, especially issue. in how he is going to do this. He he uses an idea, and I love that because that's kind of what Krakoa was to be an idea. It was an idea. Yeah. And that's what Onslaught has, and I'm like, of course he does because he's the brainchild of yeah of two of the the three like founders of Krakoa. That's right. That's right. So brilliant. Um, mm -hmm. Uses a, a simple suggestion a la in Inception in order to accomplish his goals, although a little more overt. And I, I love the fact they call it the Crucible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, he's going to get a bunch of characters there. there all, all of the characters. His plan is to get everybody. It wasn't quite everybody. It, well, it couldn't be everybody. No, because... it was a lot of the younger folk. Yes. And Magneto. And Magneto. Because... <laughs> Well, he had, because he wanted to keep Charles and Magneto involved. Yes. And well, so, like, they're there. And it's not really explored, but I think it's because he's like, you know, in order for me to exist, Magneto has to go away. Probably. Because I don't exist while Magneto's around. Yeah. But I, I think it's most of the younger folk because that's who Kurt was the most concerned about. Yes. And so that's who he's really influencing. Um, and I thought that was genius to bring them there and basically have a Matrix esque party. Um, that ends in a bloodbath. Yeah, 
The yeah. idea would be that like Onslaught is influencing all of these young mutants and giving them a like post telepathic suggestion that they should party hard yeah. and then kill each other. Yeah, and like a, a huge mass murder. Um there is like an actual moment of like terror here for me oh, yeah. as I was reading this and I was like I never thought I mean they there are the backups but not when the guy in charge of it yeah is doing it but like there's a moment in this in which onslaught is influencing Charles Xavier and he is deleting backups of the children yeah and I was like that is so messed up mm-hmm. especially as we have seen because Spurrier built a story up in which the these kids oftentimes like let themselves be killed or have their first death as like a dare or a yeah. whim because they don't respect it um and and so like of course it's going to be easier to influence them yeah um but then to find out that they can't come back yeah uh, magneto also realizes that yep uh oh yes when uh when he is awoken <laughs> yes he's like yes. ah charles we gotta open the door yeah yeah um this is a Spurrier story um so there's like a lot of like levels of like just it's just it's just clever yeah uh i i think it's clever at least um the way in which they end up finding him and like bring him out i'm like yeah. oh that makes so much sense it makes sense why we've really been focusing on this other character for so long and yes. why saving cortez is really hung on in this book for whatever reason right? i liked it yeah i liked the reveal quite a bit um i like that they take care of it and i like that at the end of the day um kurt says this isn't a religion yeah it's just a like a like a way of life that's right it's a way like, of X. Yes, that's what I thought was so brilliant. I'm like, we are all over here thinking, you know, you know, Kurt's got a former religion. He's, you know, he is a religious. I mean, individual. they do. Yeah, but like he's, but what he's saying here is that like you can still have your religious beliefs, right? Like he can still follow his beliefs, but also live in this way. Yes, in this, and I was like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's neat. This is a fun issue. It's essentially a one and done in a sense because they're building a new team. Yeah. This, this whole thing is springboarding another thing. Yeah. Um, and I like that what he names it at. He names it after uh legion, the, the yeah. legionaries, <laughs> the legionnaires. No, he, they say legionaries. It's legionaries. You're right. Um, and I, it looks like juggernauts on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a cool idea. Maybe. Right. I think so. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. I hope Spurrier's writing this. I didn't look it up at all. Me either. Um, but if you didn't read Way of X, yeah, this book's going to be a little confusing. For oh, you. yeah. No, you need to have read Way of X. Yeah, and I don't know if you'll ha- need to keep up with this if you want to read the team book that's following. I doubt it. It depends on what he- where he goes with it. Right. Um, I feel like it'll only be enhancing. It'll only enhance the reading experience. Probably. But it won't be essential reading. Probably. Um, it's fun, though, that they, they acknowledge Onslaught without yeah. having to make it a huge event. Right, right. Well, I I, While also that. teasing that it could have been. It like, could have been. Could've been this could have been huge. This could have been something. Yeah. This could have been something. And clearly this issue must take place before four right of magneto sure yeah it's difficult to tell i think so i think this takes well because because it easily could have because it doesn't feature anybody of any consequence and other than magneto and chuck won't let anybody remember that he was like momentarily taken over by onslaught and deleted sure. a bunch of records i hope they have like a i hope it was into a recycling bin and not like well, a hard delete no he can just he he would just have cerebro do a backup now right it's just that they would die before anyone would notice you the backup exactly and so exactly. that was the problem so yeah like, you know, as long as the backup kicks in before any of them perish, they'll be fine. Right. 
Uh, Kevbot1995, in my opinion, Visions brought back the mystery and awe that captivated me with original Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Respected the lore, gave cool twists. The voice acting in Japanese was great. Even the weaker episodes were just wholesome. And the score. Yeah, I really like the music as well throughout. Um, I agree. I, I It was just... I didn't expect it to be everything I, I wanted. Right. Um, I, I mean, I was excited. I basically, you showed it to me. I was like, Ooh, yeah, like I was in, uh, but I didn't expect every single episode to have something from it that I love. Me too. Yeah. Dan V, uh, the book cover and synopsis for the dual prequel novel spoils who the Shogun is. And I love the ninth Jedi. That was my second favorite and found the twins to be overhyped with the praise for it. See, we uh, we thankfully watched them before it came out. We yep. got screeners thanks to Disney. And so we watched it unfettered and without any like influence. Yeah. And uh, as a result, we were able to just enjoy it all, which I really did. Yeah. And, uh, which know, even... is why I get when they sometimes like request you not talk about something ahead of time. I get it, yeah. Because it's not only is it unfair, um, especially if someone has something negative to say about something, but if something is overly hyped, it does influence you, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it sometimes will take quite a while for you to come back to that property yeah. of whatever it is to give it a fair shake on your own. Agreed. Uh, Kev bought back to say, also, I really appreciated the recent interview with Scott Snyder, which happened on uh, our show, Absolute Comics, uh, not our show, but rather Benny's show over on Comic Story and through our mutual channel, Absolute Comics, which you can find uh, you know, by Googling it. Uh, it's just great hearing him rant about his passion and how uh, much he wants to help others in achieving their writing goals. Thanks again. Yeah, no, it was great to have Scott on. And Scott had a lot of uh, a lot of great insights during that episode uh, about the process and about like why he wants to do these things. Mm -hmm. Do you like writing? You like comic books and stuff like that? I actually just finished a recording of a conversation with Jim Zub, a uh, an unsung creative from the uh, comic book industry whose work you love, you just don't know it necessarily. And you should definitely check out, uh, but you should definitely watch that episode because it is just, it, it, there's no, there's no pause. There's no lulls. There's, there's just, it's just, a, it's a volleyball match of conversation That's and great. influence. And uh, it, it's, it's, if you are looking for inspiration, if you're looking for tips and techniques and how to improve your writing, but more importantly, improve your brand. And I have, he'd hate me saying that, um, but it's true. Uh, then you should definitely check out that episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it probably tomorrow. I might check that so. uh, that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you should. Uh, Novus says, "Would you guys ever consider doing any of Lemire's work on back issues? He's an amazing writer, and I feel like you'd love his Essex County and Animal Man." Uh, yeah, we've I, we've never done any Lemire, I don't think, and I think we would. Obviously, his uh, his Green Arrow is a popular uh, mm -hmm. choice. Animal Man is a choice, but like obviously, we'd do Grant Morrison before we did Lemire. Um, so yeah, there is always an opportunity. I think Lemire also has a run on Moon Knight we'd like to cover at some point. Yes. So there's there's plenty of Lemire to go around. You like uh, Descender. If this yes. channel had 600,000 subscribers, we would absolutely have already done Descender by now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but what are you going to do? But I'm not going to sink the ship with that. <laughs> not with not with Descender. Especially since, uh, you know, he, he doesn't really care. Uh, Girk Pactus, did you see Rick and Morty season five? I thought it was over okay overall, but I loved Evil Morty. Uh, and I won't, won't spoil any more about it. I will say we did watch it. We loved it. And uh, I really enjoyed how it turned out. Uh, I like the setup and I like how you can like, if you ever re listen to any Dan Harmon interviews, you can feel him on every page. Uh, and so, you know, it's just the, them just being sick of hearing every question and just being like, we just want to be motivated to write stories and not be like venture brothers and like not get hung up on continuity and like deliberately withhold information arbitrarily for decades. Yeah. Cause I love venture brothers, but like, that's what they did. And I just, I got sick of it. Eventually I, I you know, you keep, 
mentally asking the question and they kept thematically teasing the answer. And then after like a 10 year hiatus, I'm like, you know, I didn't give a shit. So one day we're going to watch all Adventure Brothers again and I will probably enjoy it because I think we're getting a movie. Yeah. I know we supposedly. talked about Rick and Morty, but we're, I'm, you know. Yeah, no, Rick and Morty, I thought it was also okay. I'm like trying desperately to really think of like something that I really, really liked, but I feel like over from like, Rick and Morty? Yeah, from this past season. Yeah. I mean, like obviously the incest baby was the weakest episode. Uh, it, was... it wasn't, it wasn't because we got a lot of Keith Dude. David in that episode he's great and so like he's not, his yeah, I, president's president i like that episode because of him yeah um, yeah but not because of anything it. else yeah uh but you know i definitely got some laughs from it i laughed every episode yeah but that that last episode was pretty solid it was i think it was pretty pretty solid it was not as solid as the first episode of like season uh, of, of like season two and three you know where it's like that rick taking over the citadel and stuff like that oh, yeah, i'm like yeah. these are all like really good and this yeah. was this was this is fine. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't like story train, which is, I was like, what are you even doing? Um, it's funny. I enjoyed it, but like, couldn't care less. Uh, so let's talk about some X-Men, X-Men number three from Jerry Duggan and Pepe Larraz, obviously flagship title, yeah. the new architect of the X series, mm -hmm. despite the fact that Hickman is still doing an X-Men book that you're not reading over on Marvel unlimited. Uh, oh yeah i'm not yeah no nobody is so uh <laughs> but you but you are reading this and it's great and it continues the noble tradition it's just number three it's number three how, how do you feel about this i mean it was fun as, as hell it's there each... was a moment where i was like sal's gotta be enjoying himself right now every every uh issue is the x-men dealing with a huge oft forgotten or neglected uh -huh. element of the marvel universe yes and this one is about the high evolutionary solid because they treat him like an asshole moron and uh yeah but oh. still re still he still retains his dignity as like a douche yes and and rogue has zero patience uh, which is the audience right when and rightfully so yeah um yeah good stuff overall good stuff. great looking oh god when his guard shows up i was here for it yeah when all the animals show up the animal things yeah well that's the high evolutionary for you that's what he does tesla font tesla font I'm, I, I embody the noble traditions of the elephant and Tesla. Scott's like, X-Men love elephants. Yeah, we all love elephants. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it it's was... a weird choice. Listen, I'm just happy to see Scott Summers having a nice time. He's just having fun. He is having fun. having fun. Yeah, look at him enjoying himself and smiling. It's so rare. I know. See. Right? I would if I if I had gone through the years that's, that, that Scott Summers had gone through. Uh, I too would just take every opportunity to have a nice time. There's a great tender moment between him and Gene. Yes. I really enjoy, but it, also it keeps was, it weird. I thought it was real. I thought it was real, but also like. What, with, with the rock, paper, scissors? Thing? Yeah. I thought that was very sweet. I thought so too. Um, I also am enjoying the um, friendship that Rogue and Polaris have. Uh, yeah. Like there, there's like something there. Yeah, I agree. And I like that. I, I you know, Rogue has. You, is married to gambit at this point mm -hmm. um but it's just kind of fun to see her she, i think she just makes friends wherever she goes i she, i, she I can't mean help herself how could she not she's yeah right she's just well she has she has, she has charm she does yeah it's just it's just oozing mm -hmm. um i love that the high evolutionary is like yeah i thought rogue was something but then he gets a hold of sync and he's like okay no this is this guy this guy this yeah. is my guy also uh sync gets a great moment yes where he probably was like oh <gasps> yeah 
because yeah, she's uh, like, what? High Evolutionary wants Sink's blood. And she's like, oh, if you want it. Yeah. <laughs> you can have it when you're standing over my dead body. And he's like, oh, because you know that uh, he's lived, what, a thousand lifetimes with her and she doesn't remember any of it. Yep. yep. So he's just he's just on the team so that he can one day rekindle their love. Hopefully. So he gives uh, High Evolutionary a drop of their blood or yeah. his blood. And I love it. Because he's just like, that's going to bite me in the ass, isn't it? And Scott's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, oh, it yeah. always does with him. With this guy, yes. Yeah, but you ended the conver- Yeah, you ended the main conflict, and, and that's like, what matters. And we saved every- a whole bunch of people. And, like, the next time he comes back, we'll kick his ass again. It's totally okay. We can't die. Who cares? I think it's just that, like, Scott has learned that he's like, they never go away. Mm-hmm. And so it's worth it to save the, like, people because they're always going to come back. Yes. I like that wisdom in Scott's leadership yeah. that we see there. Also, it's also just funny. Yeah, you get a couple of things in this. You got the high evolutionary showing up and mm-hmm. be and threatening being another player during the current Dawn of X era. Mm-hmm. You get uh, the you know breadcrumb of sync. What's the high evolutionary going to do with him? Yeah. You also get um, you get a couple of things with Sunspot and uh, what was the other thing that I was going to say? Uh, I don't remember. There was I another big thing that was that was oh uh, they find out about Game World. Yes, Jean has like a like a momentary flash. No, and... she has a conversation with the high evolutionary right, about right. it uh, via their minds. Yeah, that took me a minute to like get because i was using guide of you and i'm like what, what am i even looking at here and oh it's like, no I've... oh that's what this is yeah. high evolutionary let her look into his mind yeah he's like you you're smart right like I, yeah we can we can chop you and i mm-hmm. it's fine uh, so we get to know a little bit more about quarterstep jones and how much the fact the high evolutionary doesn't like these guys i really like the way in which he explains it he's like i don't like game world even if it is a natural evolution of MODOK. mojo world yeah mojo world not modok mojo world yeah. um i don't like it because they treat every planet the same way and mm-hmm. i was like what <laughs> and then he goes on to explain that he's like if you found a like a, a world that has like magnificent ponies and right. i was like where 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 are you going with this mm-hmm. um like they would just hit it with a rock and destroy it yeah. he's like i would introduce like a predator right and so that we would get like the most magnificent ponies <laughs> um, i'd ruin them that way but mm-hmm. into evolution and i'm like that is so you god damn it damn it but he's like yes i don't like them either but i do like his warning at the end he's like you will come to know i'm right yeah right and i'm like about humans because what he does offer them we didn't talk about that oh yeah he's gonna exterminate humanity we get so into like him being there and like the x-men element of it but like he comes with an orb that's like there's a plague it will start it'll children amend them yes it will sterilize which i think was another story recently in marvel it might have been. It was an it was a Captain America story. Ah. There was an inhuman who could do that. That Hydra was going to weaponize mm-hmm. to sterilize everyone that didn't have him and the cure. Yeah. So High Evolution is going to do the same thing. You yes. get you get the plan. You've already taken two planets. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh and they they save the day and they and they're like, yeah. Yeah, but like he's like, Fine. you can you can kill them this way or they'll kill themselves. Right. It's up like to you. It's, 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 it's one one is kind and one isn't basically exactly. in his eyes. Yep. Um. But I, I think I assume that that's what he's warning her. Oh about. yeah, no, he is. He's like, no, they're going. They won't let you have this. Nope. They will not let you have this. Also, I believe they're in Vietnam. Yes, they are. Um. And so, like, after they the high evolutionary leaves, the yep. people there, the Vietnamese, are like, "Come eat with us. Come have a dinner with us." And, and they one do. guy, one guy's like, you know, I love the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I, Rogue was an Avenger, though. Yeah. So I could see him being a few, but he's not. He was just like, oh, colorful costume characters. Yeah, who they came must to be save the us. Avengers. 
Yeah, and uh, the book is pure joy. That's what this page it's kind of encapsulates. Just, yes, it's just fun. It's just fun. Just it's trying to be fun. Fun issue. Um, but they also have uh, have more to go because we also set up uh, Orcus and the the scientist who wants to who wanted to go to Mars whose life was destroyed as a mm -hmm. result. And they're like, well, I mean, like the planet's pretty big. We'll just send our own people to go settle on the other side of Mars. This this issue is the literal um example of what i was talking about how i was like it feels like we're coming to the end and by that i mean the end of the joy because yeah. this book was so joyful until the last page reveal where i was like oh crap great stuff uh yeah we set up this this the, the scientist we set up in issue one mm -hmm. and he's gonna go to mars they're gonna have like basically just a big friggin' war we know that's gonna come sure on mars mm -hmm. uh it was duggan's idea to even go to mars and do this stuff in the first go place for so. it. I, i'm i'm sure the oh i'm sure the mutants of Araco will welcome you with open arms no doubt you have no idea yeah uh, <laughs> also uh what we play off from before with the autopsy of scott summers they just take the resurrection reveal that they discover from his autopsy and give it to ben urich and have him do an article for the daily bugle about it yeah and can we talk about how stunning the art is for this it's it's oh, funny. coney island is amazing it's amazing because you have this book filled with the Raz doing these beautiful action sequences with these very colorful characters mm -hmm. and then like, we just go to this, this almost monochromatic yeah stage. some of the standout art for me was this was this moment of like just this rain slicked boardwalk yeah and this noir feel yeah loved it yep loved it really like it it just goes to show you that, like, Raz, like, even if his art is very, like, action-oriented and very stylized, it can fit for something like this as well. Agreed. Or it's just a solid, amazing conversation. Yeah. Another recommend. X-Men sure. number three. It's great. Mm -hmm. uh, Girk Pectus. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, Girk Pectus says, uh, any horror movies you plan to watch for Halloween? I recommend Possessor Uncut. It's a cyberpunk horror movie, like a nightmare version of Matrix. Okay. Neat. I want to watch uh, Malignant yeah um is that what it's called it is called Malignant. is that what it's called don't tell me don't spoil don't it don't spoil it don't spoil it don't you dare because i i have because i watch red lady media's discussion don't spoil it. it but you mentioned it so i want to watch did. it i was like don't, oh tiffany here don't you go. ruin this for me you will be banned that's right i don't know if you'll actually be banned i think you'll just you know it, yeah. it, 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 you probably won't be our mods will give you a hard time yeah you'll be you'll be hassled i still never watched crimson peak i'd like to watch that i i literally just noticed my netflix list today and i had mm. actually put quite a few horror things on there Indeed, you did so i would like to check some of them out that i have here i want to watch 1922 yeah that stephen king thing oh yeah i'm sure it's not great i don't care probably not want to check that out um, there's, there are quite a few things I would like to watch and then just some stuff I'd like to rewatch. Yeah. Well, it's the fall, which means you'll be watching Blair Witch Project with your best friend. Blair Witch will, will come up. I like that movie. I don't care. Don't well, whatever. don't don't act. No, me, I think no, it's I, come around. It's come back. Around. I love that movie. I, I think I am mystified by it every time that like they were able to pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so like I know. it just seems so like half ass when yeah. you think about the way in which it was done and mm -hmm. like such luck. It's funny, it worked I, at all. It, you know what it reminded me of just now? It made me feel bad for the Marvel Hornets guys. If they had had that idea like oh. ten years earlier, they would have given that was a movie. such a solid start to a series that and just, just did fell apart. Well, it just for me. pooped its pants <laughs> by the end. That's what it did. It just they couldn't do it. They right. couldn't just wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh Lawrence Perry, greetings. Which well, do you hello. think was worse? Spider-Man 3 or Amazing Spider-Man 2? I personally had fun with AM7 2, though although uh, I know it's flawed. I'm with you there. I liked Amazing Spider-Man 2 more. Amazing or uh, Spider-Man 3 is very much like this weird kind of like wrestling match between Raimi and us uh, and like an Aviarad 
who just wants to have these terrible ideas. But like Sandman was not the way to go. Like Mm-mm. it wasn't. Mm-mm. And, you know, despite how well it works, oh, everyone's going to say the score and the locket scene. Yeah, they're all great. But like those are scenes. Those are like film student moments. Those aren't those aren't a movie. Uh, and Amazing Spider-Man 2, I had fun watching it, but it was also like that was a movie where the studio was just trying to make a franchise out of one movie that everyone was like, oh, a sequel. So it, it they, they both are gross and like corporate mm. and embarrassing. They have their own moments. I think I'd be more embarrassed of Spider-Man 3. Mm. Uh, Girk Pectus, what do you think Marvel's version of the Joker is? A great villain they're ruining by shoving him in many stories. I think Doctor Doom's getting close. No way. Doctor Doom works just fine. No, but like a villain who they're putting too many places. I don't know who they're putting in too many places right now as far as villains go. My one-to-one for the Joker has always been Norman Osborn. Yeah, in terms of that. But in, like, I'm trying to think of, a like honestly, a villain that 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 they're using too, too much. Right. Mephisto. Yes. <gasps> yeah. Right? I, I think that's just because. Just we, because. We talk just about culturally, everybody's talking about Let's just about say him. that. Yeah. Like it. Heartless Fang. Speaking of Sam Wilson, Cap Run, you guys did. What would you would you guys do the little Cap Wolf arc? It would be a good October themed comic to do. Quite possibly. It's not a bad idea. Hey, I don't know if we have time for that, but we might. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't really do this right this year but not, like not... this is a this is a messed up year so like next year we'll have our druthers but uh but we'll get there uh let's talk about supergirl Num- Wait, what about any of the things i read that weren't on your list well, what'd you read i read moon knight oh that's right you read moon knight which i know you don't care about i don't care about it uh it's written by jed mckay with art by oh god there's two more books yeah alessandro cappuccio 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 um, I think you might have actually enjoyed this issue. Mm. Um, this has vibes of what is it? What, what's his name? Ghost, ghost hunter, ghost, ghost maker, ghost maker, where it's like a dude shows up to tell Batman he's bad at what he does. Uh-huh. And show him what's oh up. my god, that's yeah, what, that's the that's vibe. What Hunter's Moon but is. that's the vibe, however, mm-hmm. <clears throat> however, um, instead of just having it be that and be very serious um this okay so you, you we've met this guy already the like yes the hunter's moon fist, yeah yeah whatever right this, yeah. this dude is like i'm gonna i'm gonna test you yeah, I, I don't like your your what you got going on uh-huh. I, you know you're not very good yeah at you're, not, you you're not you're not you're not uh yeah what he really enough. has a problem is the fact that he's like you didn't kill those vampires <laughs> you were supposed to do that i don't think you know what you're doing oh um and the the chick who he took in as like his like assistant yes the vampire she asked him she's like why didn't you kill us right and like moon knight's like the reason i didn't kill you was because i realized that like who you have to kill are like are bad people right right like who like beings who do bad things and it's not because the other two that i killed were vampires it's because they like kidnapped people and hurt people that's why i killed them right but you didn't do that and mm-hmm. neither did like your friend so i wasn't gonna do that yeah and i'm like okay. fair enough moon knight all right um the rest of the book is those two the like the fist of Conchu, the two moon knights the two moon knights um having a fight okay uh was it no what's his name dr Bader, batter whatever um they have a big fight and it's a funny fight to me because it's just two adult men <laughs> dressed in moon knight costumes having a fight 
where like they seem kind of tired at one point. <laughs> and I'm like, the Moon Knight costume must be very heavy. Yes. Right. And like it gives you that feeling. They talk about things the entire time. Like Moon Knight's like, that's not like what I do. Like I'm all about saving citizens. I have to protect them and like what have you. He's like, yeah, but you can't save vampires. They fall off of a building together via pushing and such. Sure. Um, and then essentially like <clears throat> um the other guy just stops and goes like what is wrong with you <laughs> and that was the point where i was like tell me more jim McKenna, right. what you got going on mm -hmm. here and he's like and i'm not talking about the vampire thing like what why do you fight the way you do it's not like beautiful Normal. oh okay it's not the way it should be it's not elegant no what, it's not it's never hell? been yeah I'll cut your face off. Right. Yeah. No, it's very much that. Um, and he's like, well, you, you think there's anything like beauty in what we do? And he's like, yeah, no, you fight like an animal. Like, <laughs> yeah. Didn't, like, okay. When you got ordained, didn't you get the memories of all the like previous Kanshu warriors or fists or knights or whatever? What? No. And he's like, no, I guess they thought there was too many people up here already. But yeah. I love that. They, like, he's just like, okay, wait, stop. Wait, you suck. You're freaking out. Yeah, like you're not good at this. I'm like, very good at this. I'm very. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll cut your face off. I'm a psychopath. You no, know, he uses like his like one of his sticks, and he like hits the guy in the face with like <laughs> and he goes like. He's like, yow. <laughs> Dracula owes me money. <laughs> you fucking nerd. He ends up kicking this guy's ass, and he's just like, "That's the difference between you and me, though." Like, you know. You, you didn't you think this is like a game or something. I'll kill you. Well, no, actually, Mike gets his ass kicked and he's like, I'll show you. I'm going to go. I'm going to go take your like friends from you and I'll show you how to be stronger because that's what I'm here to do. Oh, God. That's where I was like, OK, that's, yeah, that's Ghostmaker. Ghostmaker there goes after like Moonmaker. the two vampires and his friends. He's like, OK, cool. He's got he's got a bit of like, you know, like a, like a congregation going. I'll let them live, but I got to kill these two. And then Moon Knight becomes Batman because he picks up a bat and he just beats this man <laughs> in the back of the head. That's awesome. Moon Knight becomes Batman. Yes. A literal Batman. Mm -hmm. And as he's hitting him, he's just like, don't you get it? You suck at this because you got like, you became the avatar of like Moon Knights, basically. They just downloaded stuff into your brain. You didn't earn it. I earned it. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> I earned it bleeding in the desert while trying to like, after murdering a poor son. Yeah, like, people they're just watching him like beat him and then he drags him into the street and he's like and now i'm gonna do something questionable i'm not gonna kill you right i'm just gonna let you live i'm gonna take your pants off and leave you in the street i'm gonna pee on you that's what i'm gonna do you don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna let jake lockley take over and he's gonna put you in the trunk of a cab <laughs> he's like, no, get, like drag yourself out of my temple and like hope you don't get my attention unless i become even more interesting he just <laughs> Beats this man with a bat and then makes him leave. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. So I was like, I think you might have enjoyed this issue because it's so, like, for a moment, this other guy who is equally a lunatic in yeah. his own right has a moment of like, wait, wait, you know what? You're not taking this seriously. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I'm desperate. Yeah. Eyes, ears, groin. I don't care where. I'll just get you. Yeah. So I just need to win. I really, you really enjoyed. I it. enjoyed that issue quite a bit. Well, speaking of Jed McKay, what'd you think of the death of Doctor? Yeah, Strange? let's jump into it. Here we go, folks. Here um, we go from Lee Garbett and Jed McKay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, art's pretty solid. Yeah, no, I know. I've never heard of Lee Garbett. Solid, solid look to it. Mm -hmm. Um, done in a two-chapter style. Okay. So we get like the 
here's the thanks i'm have i I know how to use comiXology i swear well good you're gonna have to learn because i like using the desktop and they're gonna get rid of that pretty i love i like the mobile app i do but i i know what you mean about desktop um this book is either really good or kind of lazy Mm. and i don't know and i won't know until the end um and i don't care what you think about it either way i won't know until the end um but this book establishes that this is continuity. Bats is here. He is a surgeon. Wong is here. That one I questioned, but whatever. We emphasize Clea. We um, set it in a modern time with a like very modern take on um, Strange. Don't forget to like this is following everything that came, but like you know, Strange's big kickoff really started with the Aaron run yes. on Strange, like his more recent like um renaissance if you will yeah reinvigoration of the character started there and so we deal with a lot of that sort of setup Mm -hmm. but more what happened recently right um i was thinking about the fact that jed mckay also is just dealing now with what happened with um moon knight in within the aaron run of avengers yes bringing him down to something smaller and simpler Mm -hmm. and that's seemingly what they're doing as well okay here like they're bringing it down making it more of like an actual dr strange comic sort of yeah um you know we see him doing surgeries we find out that jed mckay clearly read books from the 70s for strange um i say i i say that because like strange like performs a surgery and then has got to go to stop a, an event happening with this guy who like sought power and like he's like ah they're dying blah. and he's like who is and he finds out it's cinnabus and you're like who the hell's that? Who's Cinnabons? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, uh, Cinnabus is one of the uh, proprietary. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Probably not. Pri- no, pri- principalities. Oh, I really want to make a part of uh, mystical principalities, a la a Hoggoth or Watum or Cytorak, someone you invoke power from. It's also a location. Okay. So it, it's a it's a place that has it's the seven sons of Cinnabus are also ruled by the seven sons of Cinnabus. Okay um he often invokes it to perform light spells but we first saw it in the 70s Mm. evoked so i think we're like i've read things yes got it no problem appreciate that uh we see strange go to strange academy hey that's going on right now yeah we're gonna gonna throw that out it's cool very nice um doyle dermamu is there and he's like hey yeah like I haven't heard from my dad in a while. Is everything okay? And Strange is like, I don't know. Right. Um, but then there's like an attack of like some random demons from Limbo that he and, and Magic have to take care of. And she's like, I'm kind of embarrassed about this. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But they like stop that, right? Sure. He goes on a few other adventures and then um, proceeds to inevitably make it home. Okay. Right? That's what we need to know. We get one more like image of Clea. It's just I know that's her hairstyle, but sometimes <laughs> they play it down. This image of her, they don't. Maybe that's just, you know, dark dimension, the rage of like what people want for hair, but I don't know. Um, Strange is at home, get there's a knock on the door. We are going to spoil this, so we're just giving you a heads up. Uh if you want to read it, you should still read it because the dialogue is pretty solid and like does a good mixture of like Aaron Snark. And a little more classic strange-ish here. Wong even at one point was like, you remember, remember early on used to be like, because of like who you trained with, you were all like Zounds and stuff like that. <laughs> I kind of miss that sometimes. So he yeah. gives him a Zounds at one point. Yay. Opens the door. There's a creepy smile. We don't see who it is. All you need to know is like, 
in Strange's final moments, he essentially um remember how i was like maybe they're not gonna kill him legitimately yeah um he has a moment where he's like i wish my friends were here even though i know they couldn't be because there's nothing they could do to help me and i don't want them to be hurt but i wish they were here because i don't want to die alone oh um and i was like oh that's 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 sad uh he is he he's stabbed mm -hmm. uh and when it happens everyone who's ever had any interaction with him feels it and like even the fantastic four like technology starts being like failing and being weird right mm-hmm um Mordo shows up everyone immediately is like it was you it was you Mordo um and then they start the trial of Mordo and it's gonna be five issues Mordo. right before a really big event Baron Mordo. no 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 Baron Mordo's like no man like I wanted to kill him right and I didn't so who did it who who done it who done it who done it the who done it is a huge element of this book okay oh my god Right, it's gonna be a whodunit, sure. But that's, do they know who it is? No, we don't, and okay. we don't know who it is. But like that's that, but that's not the actual thing. This is the part where if you haven't read this book, put your fingers in your ears, <laughs> put your fingers in your ears, folks, because you don't want me to tell you what happens on the last page. Okay. Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange emerges from a portal. Okay. But it is doc a Doctor Strange that we have not seen since. Like strange tales one one four, I think. Right. Uh about and around there. Cause it's show well, he's worn it before like in other times, but it's the blue cloak of levitation, which showed up in Strange Tales one one four. The blue cloak of levitation is not as powerful as the red one that's later <laughs> gifted to him. This is the one he actually gifts to Rintra at one point later on. Okay. Um how does this happen? Yeah. Throughout this story, he's telling us about like when he was growing up, he remembers a like, I think a Slavic story um, about a being named. I'm going to butcher this, everybody. So let's just get, get all the way off my back about this one. Uh, Koshe, the Deathless. Okay. Who he was fascinated by him um, because he was immortal. So they said, because what he had done is he removed a small piece of himself and like, hid it in a needle and then that needle was in an egg and he put that egg in a duck and that duck in a rabbit and that rabbit in a chest and that way nobody could find it okay all right so presumably he tried to do that mm. and that's what shows back up so we'll i don't know how to feel about this and here's why i don't know how to feel about this it's because this is like a brilliant way to roll strange back to a time in which things were a little bit more simplistic for him yeah um but it's also i can't tell if it's brilliant or just like i didn't know how to fix him so i just rolled it back right so this I, is like, I, I rolled it back to another safe it's like ditko strange yeah now is Ish, he, is he emerging a, from the past is he's the emerging he's emerging he was activated essentially like when he died he by the way when he enters he goes zounds <laughs> that's a good callback he's like i need to know what year it is right i love that I don't know how I feel about it. I think that's yes. awesome. Um, so this is a strange he, who like he hasn't... horcruxed himself. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's such a clean fix. It isn't like because Strange has been so effed. He has, but I feel like you could fix it without having to do that. Yes. Because what you just said was like, sorry, everybody. Sorry, everybody. We've ruined him. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. I don't know, but like. Who knows if this is what's going to stick? Right. But remember how I said, I don't think they're actually going to kill him? Yeah. They did, but they didn't. Right. Right. They did, but they didn't. So. Yeah. 
I, I kind of it, love it's it. It's also rolling him back quite a bit. Like the blue uh, cape for he, me like is an, such. It's such a jarring. It's change. such an like 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 you can very much pinpoint. But that's kind of fun. That I don't know. I kind of like the look of the blue cape <laughs> as like a throwback. You know, it's it's one of those things where, um, you get a new character now. Like you get all new. You do and you don't because, like, in theory, it's like this guy is not we'll, we'll see we'll see i'm sure that in the next issue they will establish more where he's actually from but that blue cloak i was like i we haven't seen that for a long yeah. time <laughs> no you know what they'll do it's obi-wan it's because here's the thing we could get two things out of this we could get either like blank slate dr strange we could see dr strange like showing up places and being like they're like oh hey doc he's like don't speak to me so familiarly i don't know you yeah and like seeing dr strange have all new adventures with the marvel universe yeah. which is like which is what it's, I would expect. It's neat, but if they roll it back this much, it's like, hey, the strange that was part of the oath, the strange that was part of all Aaron's of that is run, undone. He's dead. He's dead. He's not undone. It's just he's dead. But his astral form is still there, probably. And one day when no, you're they'll, done they'll with have it, to merge. They or you merge the astral yeah, form yeah, yeah. into his, and then he's back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I won't know until this is all said and done because i want to give this a fair shake 100 percent. because i'm not saying i didn't like it right i'm not saying that everybody but you also didn't uh, do, well you were suspect of the premise because it's like well we put him in space we made him a surgeon yeah we took away magic we brought it back we've run out of thing ideas for dr strange and i'm like but you let's just kill him now I'm, but you have it i'm like the like if for me Doctor Strange being the Sorcerer Supreme isn't 100% the reason I like him. Right. It's a part of who he is as a character. Certainly, it's his job. It's not about how powerful he is. No, it's never about that for me. But, like, you know, Strange dealt with a lot of random crap that had nothing to do with, like, the, like, Avengers or what. Occasionally, it did. Yeah. But, like, he did a lot of things. Small, big, whatever. Exactly. We've kind of gotten away from that. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see what we're going with this. What I am not excited for mm -hmm. was the fact that this is supposed to be five issues but it's actually 11 issues oh my god that's right i remember you talking about because there are six other books that will go in with this if you want to read this in its completion which you know i'm going to do <laughs> right. even though i'm i'm not i'm not saying you should do this i'm not saying you should do this at all but you will have the death of dr strange one through five and, and in between those or additionally you'll also have Death of Doctor Strange, Avengers, um, Strange Academy Presents, uh, Spider-Man, White Fox, Blade, X-Men slash Black Knight. Yeah. I want to know who's writing the Spider-Man tie-in. Sure, I bet you do. <laughs> so, and like, I hope it's Demetrius. Oh my God. It's not. <laughs> I know. I know. That was the other thing too. It would suck because it'll be but fucking Ben Riley being like, hey, I don't really I'm, know you. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not upset with jed mckay i'm looking forward to like kind of getting to know his work a little bit more yeah. um and his his take on strange and where he wants to go with this because i seeing the cinnabis drop and then seeing the blue cloak says to me this guy read strange back in the day right yeah back you, you in can the pinpoint day. like if he had a blue mask with like a black like I, and things, I would have you'd just, be like, oh, he read it in the nineties. Well, I like, might as well just put this in the garbage. No, um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but now that the fact that um, the Demetrius is back, I'm like, but I kind of wish they had just waited. Yes. Just let him. Do yeah, it. like just let because Demetrius I know he wants over. his chance. He did into Shambhala, but I know he'd like to have a shot. Yeah, he never strange. had like a run, run. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying don't read it. I am saying that like I. 
of course I'm going to be critical of it, guys. Objectively speaking, I if I'd like to see where this is going in terms of what the status quo they'd like to leave Strange in at the end of this. Yeah. Um, because I I am the first one to say that I think since the Aaron run ended, they went off the rails and lost their way. Yeah, easily. Um, I just hope that they fix it if that's what they're trying to do in a way that doesn't feel cheap at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, but that's it. That's 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 all I'm saying. Um, subjectively speaking, I'm hesitant, I'm mm-hmm. reticent because it's a character I really like. So yeah. don't take my my like inspection of this in that way as like saying like oh it's bad oh i don't like it it's just me being cautious yeah cautiously jumping into that's it. fair <laughs> uh new type gbl do you think some writers are good for certain books not others for example saladin was good for miles but not good for ms marvel absolutely yeah it's all about like different tone and different like you know i wouldn't put certain people like i wouldn't put garth ennis on a book that's supposed to feel like lighthearted and fun like i wouldn't put him on like a strange academy or something no i i think some right like listen even if you think about book writers in general like stephen king can write other things but right for the most part he's known for his horror i probably wouldn't pick him for a romance yeah to write something like that probably not um, given the romances in his horror <laughs> but you know then you have like a tom king and as for me i feel like he does better with a limited series with Easily. specific styles of characters yes um most of them being types or characters that he has a passion for yeah or like that he has an interest in writing something about them. exactly uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily force him into doing something no no i just be like what do you want to write yeah 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 speaking of uh tom king i, he, I set you up he also wrote uh, supergirl woman of tomorrow <laughs> uh with uh bilkis evely this is issue four of eight is the uh halfway point for this series and uh so tiffany what do you think of this book this is my favorite issue to date it's great. Yeah. This issue in particular, like I love, I've, I've liked each issue and they've each gotten better. So now yes. that I've said this, I'll probably say that's next time that this comes mm-hmm. out. But this was very much my favorite issue to date yeah. on this book. Um, well, it gives, I think it gives Supergirl an opportunity to finally like be established. We're seeing what King thinks of her. Well, I, and I think that we're seeing, um, her dealing with her own emotions and feelings yeah. as she's being surrounded by you other people horror and, and such. But we're also seeing um, the woman she has become yeah. um, through her own experiences and through her experience with Cal, I'd say, because oh, totally. she does things in here that are quietly heroic. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to cite the, there is a the grave digging. There, yeah, there is a there is the the antagonist of the story has been going world to world with this like gang and like just wrecking places, yep. um, like mass murder style events. Um, and there's a grave digger who's just trying to get through this, um, trying to get as many done because they say like he's like if I don't get this done by a certain point, they're just going to end up doing a mass grave. And my daughter's out there, and I don't want that to happen. Yep. She offers to help. He's like, "This is my job," and she's like, "But I'm a neighbor, and so it's my job to help you with this." And like, that was so like, that's that is a that's Superman. Yeah, like, that's, that's a super thing to do. Yes, I'm like that's, that's a, a that's super a, family. It's a House of L thing to do. Yes, that like it's just such a like she's not punching anybody. She's not you know stopping an asteroid from hitting something. Yep. It's just something that will make a difference to a, like a small amount of people, yep. but could mean everything. Yeah. And I, I, that for me, I was like, yes, 
Yes, because we do get fights. Yeah, we get fights. We see her punching people. We like we know she's threatening. We know she can she can take it. Um, yeah. But that I was like, yeah, this is showing the complete character of of Kara. Yeah, that's right. Um, art in this is dope. You probably saw me post about it on on Twitter. I love these gates. I love what these gates symbolize. Um, mm-hmm. I pr- appreciate her protection and like protection and also just like knowledge of dealing with this type of events that, right. that they're going through uh with Ruth um they come to a place where this civilization has intense record keeping and so they have like their equivalent of video records of what happened and Ruth's like I saw my dad die yeah so I, I found, I've seen I found him I I know horror I've been with you and she's like you're not you're you not going to see in. this yeah you're and like when in. Supergirl comes out she is She's changed. She's changed and she's affected by this. Um, so she was right to do what she did. Yep. We just continue to go along in the story. Um, and, and we come to the end in, in which point we think that Supergirl might send Ruth home yes. at one point. Um, I love that sequence so much. Oh, when she, before, when she plunges before that, in the sun. Yeah. Um, because after she sees these untold horrors, like she's, she, she's just, Oh no, that's right. No, it was when they attacked the monks. Yeah. It, well, it's everything. Everything's been building and it's just been heaped on top of Supergirl. And she's been taking it. They go to this place. That's clearly a very like pacifist world. Yep. Um, delicate. They and... didn't fight back. Yeah. And so she knows if she screams here, cause she can't take it anymore. She'll destroy something even more. So she flies away and goes into the sun. I love the like iconography of any of the like house of L and the sun in general. Obviously yeah. there's a lot of history or, you know, mythology, mythology with the sun and the house of L powered by the yellow sun. Yep. It makes you think of all-star Superman. Totally. You know, you always wonder why doesn't he just throw all of his problems into the sun, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruth gives an excellent narration here. I know there's a lot of language and a lot of narration in this book, but this is so effective here. Um, how she describes, she's like, I didn't, wasn't there, Yeah, but I'm fairly certain that, you know, she, that she would tell you she was fine. Yes. And then ask if you needed help. And we just see her in the sun, just feeling all of her emotions. Yeah. All of the emotions that she needs to go through. She has the opportunity to do in a sun. Right. And I'm like, that's just spectacular. Yeah. I also love the idea that like, and we've heard this described before with, with Superman that like he always has to hold back when Mm -hmm. he's fighting, you know, certain enemies. Um, But like, for example, if he's fighting apocalypse, he knows he doesn't Um, Uh, dark side, dark side. It's from apocalypse, from apocalypse. (laughs) Not listen. I've got an an X brain. Everyone Mm -hmm. leave me be Um, when he's fighting dark side. He can't, he doesn't have to hold back any longer. Doomsday. Similarly. Mm -hmm. Um, Here we see Ruth describe it as that, you know, she has laser vision. She has, you know, flight breath. Um, yeah. She's super fast. Uh, and it's not that she can do those things. It's not that she can activate the heat vision or use the cold breath or go fast. It's that she prevents herself from doing. It. Yes. So like when she looks at you, know that she is not burning, your not face burning off your face off. And when she speaks to you, she's warming her breath so she doesn't hurt you. Yeah. And when she walks with you, she's slowing her pace. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. It's all about restraint. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. That's exactly. a really cool way to present it. Exactly. Uh, and then right at the end here, like, there was a panel that like blew me away mm-hmm. because this single panel that like King and Evely put together, I thought was like just set the like this is the 
perfect example of like the tone and the message of this story in a single panel with like a single sentence on it. And it just says like, and I put my weight on her and then just a Supergirl woman of tomorrow. And I love yeah. their expressions. Mm-hmm. And I, that to me was everything that this book is. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if they did it on purpose. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, but that panel at to this me, point King has earned like the trust that, of that kind of explanation. Like, yeah, that uh, those sort of expectations, but yeah. that panel hit me hard. That I was mm-hmm. like, wow you in a single image yep encapsulated what the book is about yeah it's good stuff i adore this book this might end up being my favorite tom king mini wow not saying a lot says like we'll see i mean like strange adventures ends tomorrow strange adventures ends and i still love mr miracle yeah but i am adoring this like love letter to supergirl totally so Uh, that's all i got critic clips thoughts on the sandman (laughs) teaser yeah, it's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, let me let me let me give you my thoughts on that. Uh, it's just a teaser, so we don't really know much from it. What I will say is, I was surprised at how I don't want to say it's flat, right? But the lighting is a little on the flat side for me, considering the scene that we're looking at should be lit by candles, mm-hmm. and there it's not that there aren't shadows; it's just the shadows don't seem to be from that. I know it's a really weird thing to say, yeah, but that first sequence is very moody. It is bright in the the book, depending on which coloration you're looking at. Like yeah. the newer colors are definitely brighter than the older colors were, but there are a lot of heavy shadows, things cast by candlelight and such. Yeah. The other thing too, Morpheus's eyes aren't black. Hmm. He has eyes. He, he has looks pupils. like he looks like a dude. Right. He just looks like a dude. Yeah. Like a like an Edward Cullen. <laughs> yeah. Like he's hot. He's hot. Ooh, Morpheus. He's so sexy. Right. So sexy. Giving you you shouldn't find death or say or, or Morpheus hot. So hot. Well, you might maybe maybe you might find death cute. She's cutie. She's cute. She's yeah. a cutie. Desire for sure. Yeah. You should be like, mm, just nobody, nobody can deny desire. This is true. Um, but you know, we'll see. It, it's a teaser. I can't judge the show off of a teaser. And it's it's like well, I was a collective all... like 30 seconds of footage. Right. I was also surprised that it seems like uh Roderick Burgess in the like the voiceover but again it's a teaser so it's cut a very specific way so it could be misleading oh totally doesn't seem to know that he didn't catch death right like he does in like like he knows immediately like like dream shows up in the book and he's like that ain't death right oh but it seems like in the teaser they're leading us to believe that someone else has to explain it to him and i was like okay Mm. well you know (laughs) at least it'll set a tone or it, it'll set a it'll set a precedent where it's like from from minute one, we are deviating from the source. And I know, and I know that they are, which is why that, we wanted to adapt this in the first place. I know to that, make something different. I know that that's what Gaiman has said. Um, yeah. So I know that I can't expect exactly what's in the book to happen at all. Yeah. Um. No, it looks like a Netflix show. But I was like the the lighting that disappointed me. Mm-hmm. But again. It's a teaser. Maybe they're not done color grading yeah. it. Maybe it's not. Exactly. Know. Exactly. So. No, look, we didn't make a video two seconds after it came out that says, here's all the things that are wrong with the teaser. No. Someone asked. So here are the opinions. Yeah. 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 Like, like, listen, I, this is, I wasn't even going to bring it up because, like, I know people are on both sides of the camp are ready, like, champing at the bit, ready to fight over something they haven't even seen yet. Exactly. And I'm like, this is just, that was my opinion. These are your opinions. But I also know that it is literally a teaser right it's supposed to tease it's you cut 
you know, they showed the spell, but maybe it wasn't all the spell because he doesn't say all the things from the book. It, but I don't know because they're cutting a teaser. Yeah. The the, <laughs> the, the, the the date, the release date isn't even out. I will say I dig the effect that they use to drop Dream into this world. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. That is not what happens in the book, but I still thought it was cool. Right. He also appears to be completely naked under there, which he's not. No. But again, they're sexing it up. Yeah. It's hot, sexy, Plus, uh, but, endless. But also the helmet looks great. It's like, it does. It does. Right? So it's like one just of- Just wait till you see Destiny. He's super jacked and sexy. I'm kidding. I have zero idea. You haven't seen him? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I'm not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, let's jump into some recommendations for comics that are coming out this yeah, week. We think you it. should buy. Let's Obviously, I'm going to pimp out uh, Detective Comics 1043. Okay, uh, it's just it's the best Batman book kind of coming out right now. I dig it. Check it out. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 74, mm-hmm. the end of Spencer's run, uh, the epic conclusion of the Kindred Saga. Sure, uh, if you actually take a look at uh, Patrick Gleason's art from his first issue and this issue, you'll see it's actually a continuation. Yeah, it's kind of cute. It's a fun idea. I like that. Um, Hang on a second. I want to. I want to acknowledge the um, some women find Morpheus to be hot in comics. I that's I, fair. I, I know. I feel you. But if you look at that original um, Sam, Sam Keith, Keith art, no one's hot when Sam Keith draws. <laughs> that's not true. By the way, Sam no, Keith is, no, no. Yeah. But he draws it. It's not a conventional that's look. True. Yes. Until later on, when it gets a little more so, and I'm guessing that's what they're going for. But this is definitely like a very a conventional, like young Hollywood hotness. Coming yeah, in. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm hyped for Amazing uh, 74. I can't wait. It's going to be ridiculous. I'm. I literally can't wait to hear the reaction. Yeah, I can't that's, wait to have a reaction. I can't. I'm, that's what I'm the most excited for. for right. That. I'm not even reading it. I'm still excited. Yeah. I'm not reading it, but Action Comics 1035, they're finally explaining where the hell Superman's going. Yay. I can't wait to hear about it. Man, Lois just can't win. Her son leaves. Her husband leaves. Yeah, well, they really wanted them to be divorced anyway. So, you know, take what you can get. It's fine. Robin Six is just a good book. Leb Melenkov's uh, art is fun. Josh Williamson, of course, is a terrific writer. So you, if you're looking for a fun slugfest, you can go. Uh, no, you can do no wrong with Robin number six. Mm-hmm. Blue and gold number three. If you want to see <laughs> more of the uh, of this duo, you got to buy Listen, it. Everybody says that they're their favorite. Yeah, everyone loves blue booster gold and blue beetle. Well, then prove it by buying this but series only if you like it yeah yeah That's don't just thing. buy it out of like your own you know a compulsion yeah but uh listen dan jurgens writing it he loves these characters you will too if you read it uh strange adventures ends with issue number 12 oh my god yeah it, listen just if you want to read this watch out for the internet yeah don't be spoiled this comes out tomorrow and it i will won't be have spoiled a chance to, tonight i won't have a chance to read it so i'm just gonna get away from the internet mm-hmm. getting away from the getting internet away uh, I got, although I will say I got to read uh, Rorschach that ended too, but, um, but you got to read that as a whole. I got to read them, but it's all done. So I now know. I can, now you can, but yeah, strange adventures, same deal, by the way, this is it. If you have been on the fence about strange adventures buy this issue after you bought the first 11, because mm-hmm. like it's done, you mm-hmm. can enjoy it now. Uh, Superman 78 gets a second issue. Looks cute. Fun. It's a good book. It's better than Batman 89. Uh, and uh, t- Tiffany, take it away. Uh, I'm going to uh, say Wolverine number 16. We're dealing with solemn. I, I, I like this new character. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging him. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, written by uh, Ben Percy with art by uh, Adam Kubert. I think this is Kubert's last. I think this is the last one. I'm not sure, though. I'm not 100% on that. Um, but I really dig in the Kubert art. So I just want to keep going with that for as long as I'm liking it, I suppose. Yeah. Sword number eight coming out. Woo! Uh, looks like it's a Storm-centric book. So, you know, I'm loving that. Written by Al Ewing uh, with art by... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, with art by Guyu Villanova. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just so sorry for my pronunciation there. By the way, get ready for Sword to get very cosmic since Al Ewing's Guardians of the Galaxy got canceled. Oh, I'm sure it will. And it's oh, like, fine. That's the the place Guardians to... are suddenly going to move to Araka. That's the place to do it, I'm sure. Um, but it's not a tie-in. No. It's just a sword book. Wow. Hooray! Uh, Batman Reptilian number four is coming out. This is the weirdest book that I'm reading right now. This this blast from the past, literally. But I'm enjoying it, so I'm going to pick up the next issue of that. Amazing Fantasy 3 is coming out. I like this book a lot. It's just fun. Uh, and then I want to give a shout out to Batman versus Bigby, uh, a wolf in Gotham. It's a fables, uh, Batman crossover. <laughs> I can't believe it took this long. You can't believe it took this long. I mean, I guess if yeah, Batman hates dealing with this shit, so <laughs> they're going to make him deal with this. Uh, and then I, you know, that's it. That's I've got nothing else. No, you sure? Yeah. No, okay. I'm kidding. Uh, Inferno number one. Here we go. The culmination of Jonathan Hickman's X-Men Begins. You know that is not what they were going to label that as before. No. Um, but here we go. This is this is, this is is a big one, guys. It's 52 pages. Mm. 52 page issue. Strap in, folks. Six bucks. Not bad, though. We're in for a ride. But yeah. Uh, this is where uh, Valerio Skeety went. Yes. They took him. And hopefully, he, you know, he's on issue six or something. Like they, he's done with it. They they took him because <laughs> he was doing sword. He was doing and sword, and that was, I, he was doing great work. Oh, there. I love his Abigail Brand. Yeah, love his Abigail Brand. Well, maybe um, she'll show up here. But listen, I'm I'm excited because he's gonna do a a, a baller job, yeah. a banger job. It's banger. Oh. Um, yeah, that's sad. Um, what are we gonna get, guys? I don't even know. We'll see. Here we go. It's on. I thought Magneto was going to end beforehand. No. Nah. No. That's kind of a, it's kind of an oversight. Everyone's going to be like, who cares about Magneto? Inferno. Yeah. Inferno. That, that's going to probably be me. But no, I'll still read Magneto. Totally. Uh, totally. Yeah, that's it. That's, I mean, there's plenty other books coming out that we didn't mention here, but then we'd just be reading a list at you. But these are just some of the these things are the books that, that we want to read that we're going to be reading. That we think you should check out. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for our super chatters for sponsoring today's episode. Thank you so much for you subscribers for being subscribed. If you aren't already a member, be sure to subscribe. Uh, and uh, if you want to help us out, you can always join us on patreon.com slash comic pop, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop, or follow on twitch.tv slash comic pop. We'll see you guys next time with an all new episode of Off the Rack next week on Monday around 5 30, between 5 30 and 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Otherwise, so long, everybody, and thanks a lot for watching. Bye.